0: On today's episode, we're going to be talking about product sourcing and supply chain management for e-commerce. Do stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to 2x e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I can answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e commerce growth. The inbound marketing strategies how you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have. account process
1: interrupt checkout flow at all my favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one it's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan
0: i'm kane campbell let's get rolling this episode is brought to you by clavio it is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Klaviyo in my e-commerce store and in stores I advice for household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn in, Bonobos, and Chobis use Klaviyo. Here's why. Klaviyo has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Klaviyo's pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Klaviyo also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Klaviyo's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Klaviyo will help automate a lot more sales. Try Klaviyo today on klaviyo.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Hi, 2Xs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to growth in online retail we don't talk about enterprise e-commerce, neither do we talk about micro e tellers we're, we're, we're in the fine middle and we're looking to scale by 2X, 10X, and even 10X. I pretty much do this by hand-picking the guests that come on the show to share their expertise and experience. My criteria is really based on one question. Can my guests provide valuable information and insights to help you, my listeners, rapidly grow metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers traffic and automate these sales and if they can i try my best to to get them on on the show and on today's show just going with the theme of growth I don't think I've ever discussed the intricacies and you know complexities of product sourcing on the show, and today is going to be hopefully the first of many episodes I'll be covering this topic. My guest on today's episode is a gentleman by the name of Nathan Resnick. He's a sourcing expert, a product sourcing expert, and a supply chain management specialist that really focuses on e-commerce businesses. He runs a fast-growing platform called Saucify, which streamlines the process of finding factories and getting initial product runs going, and also sampling. He um, used to live in China, he speaks Mandarin Chinese, um, and he's successfully built three e-commerce businesses, one of which he sold. And um has also successfully delivered a 1 million plus um you know Kickstarter projects. On today's episode, Nathan is going to be talking about Sourcify, um, not just Sourcify, but also um, we'll be providing golden nuggets as to how to effectively find the right factories around the globe, and you know, scale up your 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 the back end of your business and the backbone of your business, which which really is is sourcing. If you're really having issues in the sourcing bit of, of your e-commerce business, you know, I would suggest you grab um a a, a note, uh, you know, a notepad now and a pen and start taking notes. And, um, yes, I, I, I would, you know, highly recommend this show for, you know, supply chain and, you know, sourcing expertise. So brace yourselves and, you know, um, just get into the show. Cheers. Hi, Nathan. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. Um, welcome. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me. Super excited to be here.
0: Fantastic. Um, so I have come across, you know, um, Sourcify a number of times, especially on LinkedIn. And I, you know, I, I could see the, the enormous value, you know, um, to, to supply chain of, of e-commerce businesses. But I'm gonna let you introduce both yourself and Sourcify as a platform.
1: Totally, yeah, happy to. So, you know, really for me, my background starts in China. I used to live over there in high school and just became so excited By the power of these factories to produce products all around the world and so through that started my own e-commerce companies you know was actively selling products uh, in high school on amazon and ebay and then ended up uh inventing the first leather watch strap without holes in college grew that to a six-figure uh six-figure shopify store and continued to grow and scale a few different e-commerce companies so you know really began to realize how important a company supply chain was as I produced my own products. And as those companies grew, a lot of people began to ask me, you know, Nathan, how do you produce products effectively overseas? And I realized that there was this huge gap in the supply chain where you don't have a lot of companies that, you know, are basically having a streamlined process. You know, everyone's using email and Excel to manage production mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, find the right factories on Alibaba. And so I realized that there's this huge opportunity Create a platform to streamline production. And that's really what you know the concepts stem from to start Sourceify, And Sourceify is the fastest growing B2B manufacturing platform. We help hundreds of different companies produce products around the world. And you know, really for us, what makes us special, special is number one, we're driven by software. number two, we pre-vet all the factories we work with. So we work and run production runs uh, across Asia, you know, all across China, India, Bangladesh, Vietnam, Thailand, and Mexico. And it's all fueled through our software. And probably the best part about it is there's no cost for you as a buyer up front. We actually make money from our partner factories around the world. So it's really streamlined. Um, You can check us out, you know, try sourcefy.com, And, you know, excited to dive deeper into the e-commerce world and uh, supply chains with you.
0: Okay. So, sounds good. Um, I'm going to just take, take us back. I'll try and take us back, you know, to why, what, what took you to China in your, in your teenage years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for me, you know, I guess my interest in China started from the rise of their economy. And I think I heard about it in the news Um, decided to start studying Mandarin my freshman year of high school Mm -hmm. and had a neighbor actually that went and did this uh, immersion program the year before me where they took, you know, about 50 high school students across America, placed us in homestays for a year and really just immersed us with uh, a a family that doesn't speak English and uh, attended attended a local Chinese high school. And so, you know, my junior year of high school, I really kind of just went for it and said, "Hey, you know, if I really want to learn a language, I've got to go to a country that speaks it." And so, found myself uh, immersed in China for the full year, and this was in 2010. And just became so excited and connected with uh, the culture, the language, the people, and also just the you know, growth of the economy there. It was uh, amazing.
0: Interesting. Whereabouts in China did you did you did you live? What city?
1: So I was uh, just right outside Beijing and, okay. you know, I've been all across China before now, you know, I've got backpacking trips there, I've, you know, visited dozens of factories and it's uh, amazing, really. It's one of the other countries.
0: Kind of reminds me of um, the movie, you know, Karate Kid, the new one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jaden Smith, uh, but I, I digress. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay, so, um, yeah, so you speak fluent Mandarin, is, is that right?
1: That's correct.
0: Okay. Right. So you you, you built out your. Um, so, so after China, you, you, you know, um, Shopify, it was great timing. Shopify was a platform, a full fledged platform, and you had an idea of um, a leather strap watch, you know, with no holes in it. Um, could you describe um, how you came up with the idea and um, how you actually saw it to fruition in terms of, you know, bringing it to market, to actually yeah. get, getting the prototypes?
1: Totally. So, you know, before that, I'd been basically going to markets across China and buying products and reselling them on eBay and Amazon and, you know, making some good money doing that, but always wanted to create my own product. And so, you know, basically, I think I was playing with a zip tie one day and, you know, right after I checked the time of my watch and it kind of just clicked in my head that, you know, right now or at the time, all leather watch straps had holes in them. And I realized we could, you know, invent this new type of watch strap that you know, enables you to get the perfect size, uh, protect the leather on the strap and created a whole, you know, watch brand around that. And so the initial spark just kind of came by, you know, seeing what else or what kind of flaws the existing product had and then making improvements on it. And, you know, really for us, we originally wanted to go patent and license this, but you know, licensing is a tricky business and same with patents. And so for us, we said, look, instead of just uh, licensing, let's actually go out and create our own brand and create our own products.
0: And, and how long did you run this, um, you know, this this gig for the, the, uh, the leather? What's the name of the brand? The, the it was
1: name? called Yes Man. It was called Yes Man Watches. Yes. And, okay. uh, I ran it all through, you know, college. I basically... Um, started it my sophomore year of, of college. In the first year, we just we did just over a hundred thousand dollars in sales, and continued to grow it. You know, year after year, I sold it um, my senior year of college to another e-commerce entrepreneur, and um, you know, then had some money to travel a bit after college, and uh, you know, was always really excited to kind of continue to dive deeper in the e-commerce world. And that's when I really realized the struggles that companies face to. Uh, handle their supply chains.
0: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant! I can actually see a um, a Kickstarter um, for for Yes Man um, that was successfully, you know, funded, um, wh- which is quite, 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 quite nice. Very, very nice looking.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how we really launched on Kickstarter was because you know, at the time we didn't have money to put in the inventory, and so Kickstarter was a great way, and it still is. You know, crowdfunding is still a great way for companies to. Balance some of the costs of production because you know, not many entrepreneurs have you know, 10 or 20 thousand dollars to put into inventory, and so by running a crowdfunding campaign, not only do you have the money to actually put into inventory, you also have products that are pre sold, so you don't have to kind of guess on how many products you should actually uh, produce, you know, you have products that are pre sold, so you have. Uh, existing customers to back you up and you know ship these products as soon as they're produced.
0: Correct, correct, correct. Okay, now let's talk about, you know, Sosify and you know the problem it aims to to solve. Um according to your website you have, you know, over 8,000, you know, um, buyers that trust, you know, Sosify and um you know your, your your key message there is um you source faster and reliably so on what does it look like when you know um, you start up a project with Saucify how do you onboard mm-hmm. uh, potential you know e-tailers say, say for instance you know I, I've been um, just hypothetically speaking I've been drop shipping for instance and um, I found you know a range of winning products I think I could you know convert to a brand right um, and I know there's a market I know how to market stuff you know I'm you know I'm doing decent sales but I really want to own a brand mm-hmm. so Saucify sounds like a great place to start. What would be the first steps? What would you suggest?
1: Yeah, totally. So you know, for us, we've definitely worked with dropshipping entrepreneurs that have been in that situation where they have winning products and want to you know really scale them out to create their own brand. Because you know, I'll tell you right off the bat, every eight-figure entrepreneur that I know, you know, you name uh, guys here in San Diego like Vincero Watches, Original Green, you know, San Cloud, Pure Vita, all these you know big eight-figure Shopify brands. They aren't drop shipping products, you know, they're investing in their own band, brand and producing their own product. Mm-hmm. I think that's really one uh, key takeaway that everyone, every listener should have. Um, but really to get started with us at Sourcify, it's super simple. You know, we typically work with companies that are spending at least 10000 dollars on production. And the way that it works is companies come to our platform, submit the product specs of what they want to manufacture, that gets sent out to our partner factories as a, as a request for quote as an RFQ our partner factories in that product category then see those RFQs and submit back uh, prices for you to see. So you see a few prices from our partner factories and then start sampling and going through a manufacturing run. And really kind of the neat part here is that when these products are going through the sampling and manufacturing process, they're using our software to update you you as they go through production. And so there's, you know, limited back and forth, I mean, it used to take me like 300 emails to get through a production run and now with Sourceify, there's very little headache and so um, really I think the beauty is just the the kind of oversight and uh, streamlined capabilities that we have through our software and also you don't have to go out and spend you know a month searching trying to figure out what factory is actually capable of producing these okay. products.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's, fl- let's flesh this out a little bit more. Um, is, is Saucify more, um, so does Saucify work with the factories on the bidding? perspective or is it more like a nice nine designs where they all sort of, you know, um, you know, get some sampling done and then you take, you choose the best, sam- you know, best factory or best samples, or do you choose one factory um, or do, do all the factories just try and, you know. Um,
1: yeah. You know. I mean, typically you choose one or two factories that you want to sample products with and then you go into production with one factory but you'll typically get you know two or three bids from our partner factory. so you have price visibility right off the bat.
0: Okay, okay, and and then um, for those of us you know um, you know listening you know keen to to find out more, um, what is a selection? What's the right selection criteria for a factory besides price?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say number one, you know, who have they worked with in the past? Number two, you know, capacity. What kind of capacity can they produce at their facility? Number three, what certificate do they have? You know, do they have the industry certificates that you need to import your product? Uh, As a quick example, you know, a lot of people don't realize sunglasses are actually an FDA approved medical device. So the factory has to have an FDA certificate in order to import those products. Um, Otherwise, you know, those products will get stuck at the border. And then also if you can see, you know, photos of video or videos of the facility, that's great as well. So, you know, those are the main kind of standards that I would say you should look into, besides uh, price when it comes to uh, production. I mean then of course lead times but lead times can definitely vary depending on how busy that factory is.
0: Okay, okay makes sense. So who they've worked with capacity certifications, photos and videos um, with regards to photos and videos um, do, do does every factory every partner factory on Sossify actually have um, photos and videos you know uploaded to Sossify?
1: Um, most of them do. I mean, we have all their certificates, we have their company information. We oftentimes have their financials. Um, so we, you know, have a full scope of these factories. That's for sure.
0: Okay. So is, is everything automated in Sorsify or is there, you know, um, some project manager assigned to, to a project?
1: No, we have account managers, project managers for each production run. So you'll have your own dedicated Sorsify project manager uh, on your team as well.
0: Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Um, so um, how's it going in, in, in Saucify? you know, what's been the, the uptake, um, you know, so far so good. Um, uh, are you, um, how, how, how are like, you know, companies discovering, you know, Saucify? do you, do you have an app in, in the, like, you know, Shopify, you know? Um, you know we, uh,
1: yeah, it's a great, great question. I mean, for us, you know, we just went through Y Combinator, which was an amazing experience, you know, oh, for those that are.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, thank you. For those that aren't experienced or familiar with Y Combinator, you know it's basically I think the most successful uh, investor in the world. They've you know backed Airbnb and Stripe and Dropbox, and they're an amazing uh, investor and incubator and community. Um, so we just you know went through their winter batch about four months ago. We had our demo day there, and now just continuing to grow. You know, for us, we don't have an app in you know Shopify or big commerce's app ecosystem yet. Um, you know, we'll definitely have one in the future. But right now, you know, we've definitely got enough uh, businesses and lead flow that want to work with SourceFy. For us, it's a matter of continuing to grow our supply chain and the experience. You know, we're working with factories around the world. We're expanding our team in our Guangzhou office. Um, we're expanding our team here in our San Diego office. I mean, we last month hired, you know, four new people and we'll probably, you know, triple in sizes here. So it's exciting times. And, you know, for us, I think that's part of the beauty is that we really just get excited by producing all sorts of products. You know, everyone on our team is is excited to manufacture uh, all sorts of products, and it's really amazing to be able to create. Great experiences for companies producing products around the world.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, I, I, you know, I love the fact that you know you are you, on um, you know Y Combinator, and um, you know the problem you're, you're, you're trying to solve because um, you know navigating, um, you know these colossal um, platforms such as Alibaba. You know, um, can be a challenge. You know, um, I, you know, I can have first-hand experience there, and you know, having it all streamlined with, you know, a company and account manager actually holding your yeah. hands, you know, can can be worth it, especially when you know you have your minimums. So you know, you're setting the bar. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, so, the
1: other dynamic too that you see with you know Alibaba is that it's a big open marketplace. You know, I can go on and create an Alibaba account. In like five minutes and say that I'm a factory that can produce, you know, whatever product I want. And so brought on there is really high. And, you know, you just spend so much time trying to figure out who you want to work with. And then once you figure out who you want to work with, you're sending, you know, three or four hundred emails to get through a production run. I mean, you talk to anyone about Alibaba and the experience before that, you know, we figure we could go out and create a better experience for everyone.
0: That sounds sounds really good. I, I checked out um, the the original grain brand, mm, yeah. and apparently they they worked with you. Could you flesh a bit? Could you could you tell us how um they came to you? Were they was it at inception or um were they launching a sub brand? What did yeah? You I mean,
1: know? you know, I've known the founders there, Ryan and Andrew, for a while. You know, Ryan and I used to actually be over in China together, and you know, they've grown exceptionally well. You know, Original Grain is one of the fastest growing e commerce brands in the world right now, and you know, for them, it's a matter of continuing to have price visibility and better uh, management with their supply chain, because, you know, they launched through Kickstarter as well and continue to grow. And, you know, they've uh, now doing over eight, eight figures a year in sales is pretty incredible. So when you're spending you know, that much money on production, you've got to have on the ground oversight to really understand, you know, what's going on on the factory floor.
0: Okay. And, and, and at what point, so um, be, besides the sampling and the, you know, production, the initial production run, um, at what points do you, do you still maintain a relationship with your, with your clients or um, do you just ensure that first step, that, that connection is, is bridged and then you, you let them go? What's-
1: now, when people start with Sourceify, I mean, typically work with us through all their production runs, just because it's so much more streamlined and efficient, you know, Uh, It's not like a one and done type of run. You know, we really uh, have the company's back and ensure that their production process is as smooth as possible.
0: Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Um. So, Kickstarter. uh, Before I let you go, um, because I I think this has been very exhaustive. Um, what would you suggest to you know um put to guests looking to. To partner with a factory uh, from a crowdfunding standpoint, um, so you have probably say just a use case. You probably 3D printed, you know, your your prototype, or you've had a um, you've had a, you know a local copy mm-hmm. of your uh, or a local sample of your copy, you know, done. Right. Or you want to sort of scale, you know, beyond that, um, or you, you you probably just have an idea, you know, for for Kickstarter or mm-hmm. you know what have you? How should they do it well? Um, how what are the steps, you know, from from your perspective and experience?
1: Totally, totally. I mean, you know, for Kickstarter, it's an interesting balance because you aren't exactly sure how your campaign's gonna go, but you know, of course, everyone wants to knock their you know fundraising go out of the park. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind. It's really important that you have your supply chain set up to scale. Otherwise, you know, your backers just aren't going to be happy. And, you know, that happened just, uh, you know, a few years ago with one of the most funded projects on Kickstarter, The Coolest Cooler. You know, I think some of those coolers haven't even been delivered because, you know, they crushed their goal and just weren't able to manufacture at scale. And so I would actually say that you should always have a prototype from the factory that can produce your products. uh, you know, go and start a Kickstarter campaign. Because once you have that prototype, that, you know, production sample, you're ready to you know launch on Kickstarter and know you can scale up with a factory. Otherwise, you know, you're gambling and guessing when you think this delivery date for your backers is going to be. So it's really important that you have that set up beforehand.
0: So do I come to Saucify at that point in time, you know, when I'm trying to get the production sample or the prototype?
1: Yeah, we work with companies that are, you know, pre launch on Kickstarter and companies that are, you know, already launched on Kickstarter because they realize, hey, you know, we don't actually know how we're going to produce the product <laughs> effectively.
0: Okay. Okay. And, and how does um, the process differ from, say, an Amazon, you know, retailer trying to yeah, figure yeah. out, you know, the next winning product on Amazon?
1: Yeah, I mean, on Amazon, it usually stems from first and foremost, you know, cutting costs um, and, you know, really improving the actual process to manage your supply chain. So there is a different dynamic there compared to, you know, launching a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also definitely a different, you know, sales channel for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And and then, um, so do you find that, um, you know, ha- Amazon retailers that, that, that use your platform will, you know, already, you know, be, Somewhat successful, and they're just trying to streamline efficiencies in the supply chain in their supply chain. Is that why they approach Sosify?
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely part of the reason. And then we also work with some you know people that are just starting on Amazon. So sometimes it's a matter of you know, extending their product line. Sometimes it's a matter of cutting costs. Sometimes it's a matter of you know improving lead times. There's a whole number of reasons.
0: Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Brilliant. 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 Is there any other, I, I feel like there's something I, you know, I, I've not covered, which, you know, um, is, is there any other, you know, tip you have to, to listeners, um, you know, who, who, who really need to strengthen their, their supply chain?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, right off the bat, if you're even already producing products, You need more price visibility, give SourceFi a shot. And also if you're only if you're single source, you know, if there's only one factory that can produce your products, you've got to be able to, you know, diversify your supply chain. And, you know, you're probably looking to extend your product line. And so, you know, instead of having to go through that, you know, process of doing so through like an open marketplace, uh, you might as well basically streamline your supply chain uh, through SourceFi and you know, be able to have that confidence to produce your products on time and specifications
0: awesome awesome yeah um, yeah so I I really see you know the value despite not using Saucify, you know um, haven't come across you know um, your value prop and, um, you know, having a conversation with you now. um, I just see the value as enormous value, um, especially from a quality assurance standpoint, you know, and, um, you know, just trying to streamline efficiency. So, um, yeah, thank you, Nathan, um, for for not only coming to the show, but for putting, you know, this company together and adding value to the e-commerce, you know, um, you know, community, e-commerce space.
1: Definitely, yeah. And really, you know, enjoy what you're doing at 2X e-commerce, been following along and, you know, really excited to, you know, work together and see how we continue to help the uh, e-commerce world.
0: Cheers. If if there's anybody, you know, um, that that reaches out to me, I'll, I'll definitely send them down your way. But, you know, it's, it's awesome. And, you know, all the best.
1: Likewise. Sounds great.
0: All right. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Check out show notes on 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast. Also be sure to follow me on Twitter. My handle is Kunle T Campbell and the 2xecommerce handle is at 2xecommerce. If you haven't already, please write us a review and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you like this episode, share it with friends on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. 2X e-commerce is produced by me, Kune Campbell, with the help of Boban Makic. Do have a fantastic week ahead and um, thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye.